Good morning, listeners. My name is Rube. I will be bringing to you the message of hope and joy. So we will be knowing more about who we are in Christ. Oftentimes we believe in the lies of enemy when he tells us you're never going to be good enough to deal with this situation. You're a failure. You're never going to succeed. So we're going to cancel all those lies from our life and we're going to know who we are and how we can operate from the realm of victory. So the show is called The Realm of Victory. But today I'm going to talk about how to expand your heart hopes, how to expand your imagination, how to dream bigger because God created you in such a way that you've been given this imagination which is wild and it's okay to be wild. So I want to open up by reading the scripture Isaiah. It, it talks about in uh, chapter 54 that increase is coming, so enlarge your tent and add extensions to your dwelling hold nothing back make the tent rope large and the pegs stronger so here god is talking about and he's saying you know i want you to increase and enlarge your hopes expect more from me because i love you because i have created you so you can ask your father whatever and it will be given to you this is what the word of God says ask and it shall be given unto you and if you go in chapter 54 verse 1 he says rejoice with singing you barren one you have never given birth burst into the song of joy shout who have never been in labor for the deserted wife will have more children than the married one, says Yahweh. So God is talking to a barren woman who has never been in labor, who never had a children, and she is he he's talking to her and saying, You rejoice, O barren woman. Because he's giving her the glimpse of the upcoming events of her life. He's saying, I want you to be thankful ahead of time because there is an increase coming and it's coming in a massive way that you won't be able to take it. So you need a bigger tent to accommodate it. I want you to add extensions to your dwelling so you can store it because the increase is so much. This is how God sees us. This is how he wants to give us when we think from the heavenly perspective, when we are no longer putting ourselves in a box and we are saying, God, I want to know more about you. I want to know more about you. I want to have more of you. I want to make you my lifestyle. I don't want to come to you for 20 minutes in a day. I don't want to come to you for 10 minutes in a day or three times a day. I want to live you as a lifestyle. So I want to have your character. I want to have your nature. I want to trust you with the plans you made for my life. Although I cannot see the natural breakthrough yet but I'm trusting you 
I'm rejoicing. I'm thanking you ahead of the time because you are bringing so much more for me. If you cannot have a vision for the future, how can you expect God to give you something you want? You have to have a vision to get a provision. So you need to think before he trusts you with something, before you're given, you need to have a bigger vision. Let's say you want to have a better job. So you need to start thanking God. God, I thank you that I'm having this better job in my life. I'm thank you that, I thank you that my married life is going to get better. I thank you that, that I will be having increase in every area of my life. I thank you that my children, those are rebellious today, but they're going to be obedient to the word of God. I thank you ahead of time, although I'm not seeing the breakthrough in their life yet, but I'm thanking you because I know the very nature of my father and I know what you're capable of doing. So I want to thank you ahead of time. And I want to read another scripture for you, which is uh, the book of Ephesians, chapter 1 and verse 11. And it says, Paul talk about, it says, Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny, that we would fulfill the plan of God, who always accomplishes every purpose and plan of his heart. God's purpose is to prosper us. He already planned our destiny. He already planned everything for us. And then you will question me, that why it's sometimes so hard if God has already planned things for our life? Why can't we see them? Why can't we um, see things going against us rather than in our favor? Let me tell you, I was the same person who used to question God all the time and who I used to ask God, I really, really want things to be smoother in my life. But what is, what is, what is something wrong I'm doing in my life that I am not seeing any breakthrough in my life? Because I was thinking from the box. I was not thinking the bigger picture. I was, I was like those Israelites. They wanted everything. But because they doubted the nature of God, even after seeing miracles, after tasting uh, heavenly food, after seeing so many supernatural work throughout their journey, they kept doubting the nature of God. They kept whinging. They kept saying, oh, uh, no, 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 no. This is not right. This is not right. God is not doing anything for us. It was only like for 40 days, Moses went up and they were so impatient. They created idol for themselves. They, they were just like that. They went into adultery. They started prostituting. Are we prostituting the plans of God? with our impatient nature. Sometime God wants us to go to this longest road. and But sometimes we are the one who prolongs our journey because we are whinging and we are doubting. We are not expanding our hopes. We are not expect. We are not expectant. We are putting God in box. We think if we can't see him, maybe he is not there. But that's not the case. He's always there with us. He's always wanting us 
to ask for more, to extend our expectation, to expect more from Him. He loves us so very much. How do we know He loved us so very much? He gave His only begotten Son. He poured down heaven for us for 33 years. Heaven was empty. This is how I know that He loves us so very much. I was reading again the book of Ephesians and it talks about in chapter 3 and verse 20. It says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable miracles, dreams, uh, everything like you have never expected, the things, the most unbelievable parts of your life. He's going to fulfill them. And he's going to say, you know, when you were a child, you dream about this thing. But somehow along the way, because you, as you were growing up, you started seeing logic for everything and you placed God in a box and you put your dreams in a box too. You thought, oh, it's too hard for me to achieve. You never know, maybe you are going to be a prime minister of your nation tomorrow. You don't know. Do not doubt the nature of God. He created you on his own image. And God is a bigger God. He's been sitting on the throne of mercy and grace from very long time. Doesn't matter which way you move, you will find him facing you. Doesn't matter what continent, what nation, what trouble, what problem you are in, you will always find him facing you. I remember having a vision one time where I visited heaven and I was right before the throne room of God and wherever I moved, I felt like the throne of God was moving with me. I saw him facing me. It was so confronting at the same time. I felt like in my natural um, mindset that we think God is not there when the storm is raging against you and when everything is falling apart, you think God is away. God is more closer to you. He's just waiting for you to call upon his name. He's just like that in the blink of your eye. He can lift you up above the storm. I went through a very difficult journey 18 months ago in my life. And I wanted God to end that journey so quickly in the blink of my eye. But He prolonged it. He prolonged it. And every single minute was so painful. Every single minute was so painful when I was thinking, maybe today is the day when this will end when my struggles are going to end, when I will wake up like there's nothing wrong with me, there's nothing wrong with my life. But he took time and he spoke to me. He said, Rup, I'm not going to give you epidural, but I am like a midwife. I'm going to hold your hand and I am going to take you through every pain, every single contraction. And with every pain and every contraction, you will be made stronger. 18 months after, I am sitting and talking to you. 
a strongest woman and sometime when I reflect back and I look back at that girl who was crying 18 months ago and who was saying, God, why me? Why this is happening to me? Why the world is so mean to me? I was unable to see the strongest war weapon he was making me for such time as this. I used to say, God, take me to the promised land. I really, really want to go so quickly. You can end it because you are God Almighty. But he said, no, Rube, I'm going to take time because I want to do all the pruning. I want to make you stronger with every single contraction. My darling, just a little bit longer, whole little bit longer. And I was holding. But now... I still don't see the physical breakthrough where I'm supposed to be. Some of the promises are still to come. But I'm saying now my prayer has changed. I'm not saying, God, change everything just like that. I'm saying, take as long as it takes you. Take your time, God. Do not rush me to position in the promised land unprepared. If I reach to the promised land unprepared, I wouldn't have a clue what to do with the fruits. I want to be able to know what I'm supposed to be doing with the fruit. How do I reap those fruits? What I'm supposed to be doing with something you're trusting me for. See how my prayer has changed? How much stronger I became? Only because I know him like never before. When he was holding my hand in the coldest, darkest night. When I was feeling I would have no place to go tomorrow. And I felt him so close to me saying, it's going to be okay. I've seen supernatural provision coming. I have seen him like never before. I came to know my father like never before. I gave my life to the Lord when I was 12 years old. But the actual revelation of his cross came to me only 18 months ago. When I was awakened to myself, that I believed in the lies of enemy for so long. I used to walk into the church and I used to think no one talks to me. Maybe I'm not good enough. But the reality was, I was not claiming my space. The enemy was claiming my space. He was telling me all the lies. He was telling me people hate me, they don't like me. But the minute I came to knew, knew the minute I realized who I was in Christ, everything changed. And that place was mine. I claimed that place. I said, no, I am going to approach people because I am worth talking to. So I started talking to people. I had to let my guards down. And everything changed. And same people I thought hate me, they became most amazing friends I could ever ask for. This is what God does when he takes you to the longest journey. And I am still like a barren woman. I still do not have a child, but I am extending, extending the tents. I am extending my hopes. I'm enlarging my tents and my dwellings. And I am even borrowing from my friends um, the pillars I need to put on 
my tents to make them more bigger because I know I am going to spread out in every direction. I want you to know this, that claim your space. Do not let enemy have a party in your personal property. That is your space. God says, you know, you are created to be everything you're supposed to be. There is no mistake about you. Paul talked talk in the book of Ephesians and he says, you are God's poetry. How beautiful he is. You are knitted in his love. When the revelation of cross came to me 18 months ago, it was like a new breakthrough. It was like so fascinating thing. I could have ever imagined a 33-year-old young man died for you even before you were born. He paid the price. It was almost like I have done so many mistakes in my life and I am standing before the magistrate. I am about to be sentenced and here magistrate is going to say because this girl has done so much wrong in her life so i'm gonna give her um life imprisonment or she would be executed Bef just before he could say anything about me jesus showed up in the scene he raised his hand he said hey hello there my name is jc i am here for this girl i will be taking her sentence I will be dying on her place so she can have a life and life in abundance. The minute that revelation hit my heart, I was transformed. And I said, God, I am never going to think out of the box. I am going to extend my visions. I am going to dream bigger. I am going to operate from the realm of victory. No longer I am going to follow the culture of this world, but I am going to follow the culture of heaven. The culture of heaven says everything is possible. The culture of the search says you're never going to be good enough. So I want to encourage you, replace your um, culture with heavenly culture. Change your vocabulary. When people are telling you you're not going to be good enough, you have a power and authority to cancel those words. You need to know your true identity in Christ. And your identity is that you are the most expensive gift purchased with blood and tears. And the Son of God died for you. The Son of God died for you. The 33-year-old man who could have had everything in his life. He didn't have it because he cared for you. And now he's looking down to you. And he is asking you, my son, my child, I want you to think outside the box. I want you to start rejoicing because the season of love is coming. The season is about to change in your life. I want you to supernaturally proclaim your blessings. I want you to start claiming the things you want to add in your life. He never wants you to have anything, um, you know, bad in your life. He wants you to have everything in fullness. You should lack nothing. You should have a confidence in God that you are going to have everything you're supposed to have. You should 
come out of the poverty mindset. You should come out, out of the poor mentality where you think it's okay, I'm going to settle with less. No, you're not. You should not settle on less things. As he says, you know, never doubt the mighty power of God. Never ever doubt. Because he is king of king, God of God. He's with you all the time. And he wants you to have life in fullness. So I want to encourage you that you are so loved. That you are so beautifully and wonderfully made. So start proclaiming your space. Start expecting bigger things in your life. If he has given you a vision for something, he is going to give you provision. Do not delay your journey by putting your own effort, by using your worldly mindset, but allow him to take you on this journey. It might it might might seems like so long. It may seems like oh my god, this journey seems never ending. But trust me, I will never replace those 18 months with anything in this world because I came to know the nature of Father. I came to know the nature of Jesus Christ, what He's done for me. I came to know God like never before. With every single fiber, with every single cell, I praise Him for that 18 months that I am a stronger person and he called me war weapon and he said, you're created with love. There is no mistake about you. There is absolutely no mistake about you. You're so much worthy. You're so much beautiful. All the negative things people have spoken about you, about your life, they need to go. You know what fascinates me? The story of Joseph. Joseph was like so in in the setback of his life. He was uh, he was sold as a slave by his brothers, uh, and he ended up going to Egypt, and that's where um, Pharaoh's wife kind of accused him, and she puts him uh, in in the prison. But even in the prison, even in the prison, in middle of his chaos, he was operating from the realm of victory. He never got disconnected and disassociated himself from God and he's interpreting dreams and vision. He's talking, he's talking from the heavenly places to the people and telling them about their dreams and visions. And he, had, he never left a hope and he said, remember me when you go out there. He could have said, oh my God, I'm going to give up on this life because my brother, my own flesh and blood had betrayed me. I had to leave the house of my father where I was super pampered, where I had everything, where I was loved. I had to leave everything because of my brother. God, how could you let that happen to me? But he was seeing the bigger picture. He remembered the dreams he had when he was a child that God was going to glorify him. And even in the middle of his chaos, even in the middle of the storm, he was praising God and he was operating with his gifting and he was connected with God. I want to encourage you, doesn't matter where you are today. 
doesn't matter what season you are in. God is going to meet you in the middle of that. He doesn't have to come into the clean mess. He will come into your mess. And He will change your circumstances. I was listening to one of the preacher and he beautifully described this thing. He said, He sets your table among your enemies. So he described like this. One, si- one side of the table you're sitting, but another side of the table God is sitting. And your enemies are sitting around you on the table. So your enemies are talking all the nonsense, all the bad stuff. But because your gaze is upon God, you're only listening to Him. I have heard voices telling me to kill myself, to do bad stuff to myself, to go on drugs while I was on my journey during those 18 months. In the beginning of three, four months was really, really hard where I was very close to make some very wrong choices. And middle of that, I learned to navigate my mind from those voices to the, to the eyes of God. And I learned that every time I looked at the face of Almighty God, I never seen His back toward me. I always saw His face toward me. And He was smiling. And the minute I looked into His eyes, I was deaf and blind to this world. I could no longer hear those voices. All I was hearing is him. And he was saying to me, baby girl, I got this. I got this. I'm going to take you to this beautiful journey. Whatever enemy is trying to bring for against you, to harm you, God is going to turn it for your benefit. Beloved, I want to encourage you today. That you are so much worthy. (laughs) Your life cost God, His only begotten Son. I always wondered growing up as a child, what was wrong with this merchant, this businessman who sold everything to buy that pearl? I never knew that pearl was Jesus Christ, the most expensive stone, the most perfectly shaped diamond was poured out on earth for us so we can have a life and life in abundance. (laughs) I want to encourage you today, be expectant. Change your mentality. Change your nature. Change your vocabulary from saying this, that I'm not good enough. Change it to only I can make a difference. God has created me on his own image. So I am going to operate from the realm of victory. I am going to think like God. I am going to act like God because I carry his DNA. My life is so much worthy that I will never harm myself. I'm never going to cut myself. I'm never going to commit suicide or anything like that to harm myself because my life cost God his only begotten son. I don't know how old you are. I'm in my mid-twenties. Only seven or eight years older guy than me died for me. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. I want to encourage you. I don't know if your brother, your family has abandoned you and you've you've been sold as a slave. 
all I want to tell you, I don't know if you been accused falsely and you've been put in a prison behind the bars. All I know that you need to know who your God is. Doesn't matter where you will go, what side of the world, what side of the circumstances, what side of your failure you are. He is going to find you there. You will see him facing you. You will see him uplifting you. You will see him coming to you like never before. I want you to be expectant. I want you to start rejoicing before you see the physical breakthrough. Celebrate your life. Celebrate your struggles because you know the bigger is your battle, the bigger is the anointing coming for you. God is never going to allow any battle against you without equipping you. If somehow enemy has come against you and you are unprepared, God is going to prepare you in the middle of where you are. I want you to borrow the pegs, to borrow the extra pillars and the tents from your neighbors. Go and borrow more jars so you can see the overflow of God's anointing in your life. I want you to know that you're loved. I want you to know that God cares for you. If your journey seems too long, there is a reason for it. Get into the secret secret place with Him and ask Him, God, teach me. How can I expand my visions? How can I dream bigger? How can I walk in your fullness? I want to pray for you. God, I just want to pray for every single beautiful person who is listening to this podcast. I just want you to teach them who they are in you as they're sleeping or whatever they're doing. Father, you reach them where they are right now. There is no message big enough for you that you cannot sort out, that you cannot deliver them from. Every single wall, I command you to fall in their favor. And Father, make them expectant. Give them a mindset of Christ. Expand their imaginations. Illuminate their imaginations, God. Brighten their mindset. Give them a heavenly perspective, Father. And I thank you. In Jesus' sweet name I pray. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode of Operating from the Ram of Victory. Thank you for listening.